Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Race for the Ring, episode 122. Dress to impress with Alyssa Denise. Welcome to The Race for the Ring, the podcast about dating and embracing self-love and inner confidence. I'm your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, two-time author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and soon-to-be psychotherapist. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In an age of online swiping and in-person meetups, I found the world of love and lust has been a confusing place to be. So each week, we will chat with a different dating king or queen, socialite, or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today and come up with our clear plan on how to find the finest fish in the sea. Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, clothes, fashion, accessories, and more. I have a real-life stylist, Alyssa Deneen. She uh, started her career as a personal stylist and an art director. She worked on a variety of different high-profile fashion shoots for Harper's Bazaar, Ferragamo. She styled celebrities such as Gwen uh, Stefani and Chrissy Turlington. And now she's here to style all of us. So we talk about style overall on the importance of picking the right looks for your profile pictures if you're on online dating. Also, how to show up for dates appropriately and classy and also colors that you should be wearing and looks to be wearing. And what she shares might surprise you. It surprised me a little bit too. And also, overall, just do's and don'ts in terms of what women and men can be doing and should be doing if you are single and on the market, as well as the those of us, myself included in this grouping, who are divorced and back in the sea with the fish. <laughs> Some of which consist of sharks, nevertheless. Okay, so Alyssa, as I mentioned, is working in the fashion industry for her entire career. And she segued into the dating realm um, a few years ago after spending time um, you know, online herself and realizing that there was definitely a void and need of help for those of us out there in the world of cyber dating, so to speak. And so she transformed her business into Style My Profile, which is a profile styling service that helps single 
individuals essentially transform themselves and taking charge of their parading profiles as well as how they show up on the date. She helps clients very holistically and visually from that director's perspective and has some really fun anecdotes that she's going to share with all of us too. So let's get right to it with Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. So I we're talking about one of my favorite topics, fashion. I love, love, love everything to do with clothes shopping and styling. I'm a, a big advocate for dressing how you want to feel, not how you feel. Um, I've written about that. I live that um, the whole nine. So let's talk about how, first of all, how did you get into this um, industry? Like what, what drew you to um, fashion and styling and all of that? I'm curious. Yeah. So when I got into it 25 years ago, um, there, you know, you couldn't go to school for to be a fashion stylist. You kind of just was sort of like an apprentice for other stylists and kind of worked your way up. So I didn't go to, I didn't, you know, go to school for fashion or anything or styling. Um, and basically I just kind of learned on the job. Um, but yeah, so that was 25 years ago. I started assisting some stylists and totally fell in love with the whole with fashion and, and just being on photo shoots. And it was much more, it was a lot more exciting. I feel like back then in my twenties, but, um, but anyway, yeah, so that's how I got into it originally. And then I got into, I kind of, you know, re evaluated what I wanted to do when I had kids and Mm -hmm. realized that I was really, I liked making my own schedule and, um, I was kind of getting burnt out on photo shoots. And so I started personal styling. So that was about, um, 15 years ago. Okay. So yeah, the, just to touch on what you were saying about the being burnout part, that is, I've done very little, but I've done a few styling uh, projects myself for some regional magazines and it's grueling like to do the clothing pool and then like schlep all the stuff. I mean, I was doing, I don't know if you, you, you probably yeah, the team. I was like doing it all by myself, like a one man band and then styling the models yeah. and everyone's like, Oh, that's so fun. And I'm like, it's fun to like pick the looks, but like that it's t- It's so exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. The rest anyway. of it basically is not fun. Yeah. Right. You know, and I think people <laughs> yeah. that haven't been in, haven't been a stylist, they don't understand what you're talking about. If you've actually yeah. experienced it, then you get how actually exhausting yeah. it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very labor-intensive so for sure. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so where did you? How did you find this niche for um, singles, especially divorced singles? I'm curious. Yeah. So then, in cut to, I was 41. My kids were four and eight. I left my marriage and um, tried online dating. Got in. I mean, I kind of tried to not do it for a few months and realize, okay, this is what everyone's doing. It's so like the love hate relationship of online dating. <laughs> it's impossible to not avoid, to do it. But then like when you're in it, you don't want to be there. I know it's, it's lovely. Completely. Okay. And I, I mean, I say that to my clients too. I'm like, you know, no one's, no one's thrilled to be online dating. You know, it's just it yeah. is what it is and you have to keep a positive attitude. But yeah, so I yeah. Was, uh, started online dating and, and pretty quickly figured out like what photos to use. You know, I was an art director for photo shoots too in okay. that time. And so I, you know, I really knew what, you know, what composed a good photo, what to wear, all of that, all of the, obviously. So that part was 
you know, pretty easy for me to figure out. But what I realized swiping through all these photos of, of other divorced men, mostly, um, I, they all needed so much help. <laughs> like they weren't, yeah. you know, they weren't choosing the right photos. They weren't choosing the right things to wear in their photos. It was like this whole market of people that I was like, oh my God, these people need so much help. And yes. so when I actually met my partner online, um, we've been together almost six years. And when I met oh, him and he thought about what nice. to do, yeah, yeah. And so he, obviously he was online dating too. And he also saw it from on the other side, looking at other women's profiles. And he was like, oh my God, you could create a whole business around that. And, and huh. we kind of came up with the idea together actually. That's and awesome. so then I, yeah, so then I started style my profile and it's evolved since then. And now it's, you know, it's a lot, uh, you know, I wrote a book about my experience and so we do a lot more date coaching and, and kind yeah. of speaking about modern dating and, and that kind of thing. That's so great. Okay. I love that. All right. So let's get into some of the, the big, I guess, do's and don'ts that you experience, um, you know, and that maybe you work with on your clients in terms of let's maybe the female and then male, like, cause obviously it's going to be a little bit different for each person or for each gender, yeah. I should say. And then, yeah. um, and then we can get into some of the specifics and, per, and pertaining to like younger singles. If you work with some of them versus divorced singles, such as me. <laughs> <laughs> and right, I like that right. you found a partner that gives me hope that there is somebody yeah, normal oh, out there. And a lot of my clients find people too. And I think, I think the, the main reason is people give up on it because it is, well, not, yeah. and let's face it, online dating is annoying. It really is. And it gets really tedious and people give up on it. And I get it. I totally get it. But I think, I, I really believe that if you, you know, put the effort in and, you know, come up with a real strategy that everyone can find someone online. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I do. Because there's a lot of success stories, certainly. I also think you need to have the time and you have to be committed to yeah. the process. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which, yeah. As I said, like you can't just dabble in online dating. Which is what I do. Really because I don't have time for myself right now, but eventually <laughs> right. I will. And I'll, be, I'll take, I'll be more like, I guess, like I'll be more, uh, you know, inclined to, to make it a priority, but okay. So anyway, do's and don'ts. What are the, what would you say like the top maybe three or five things are for women versus men in terms of what you've seen online for, for profile photos, for photos for, and styling and styling all of that. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, for one, for photos, that's easy. I mean, honestly, the number one mistake, most people like divorced, you know, kind of over 40 age group, um, mm -hmm. is only including one or two photos. And a lot of people, I think, don't realize how important it is to maximize that <laughs> real estate with your, with the photos. And some people won't even swipe on you if you only have one or two photos. Um, I won't. So it really I'll is. I'll like go by. Yeah. yeah. It's not enough. Because it feels yeah. like they're not really invested or if it's that they yeah. don't know, that's fine. But like they should find out how to do it, you know, what, what to do and work with somebody who can help them. And it's really, it, that is such a, a key, easy to fix mistake that people make. And I think people think, oh, it's, you know, I'll think of it like a LinkedIn profile and here's my one photo. There I am, you know, and, right. and they just move on and they don't really think that they can show all these different sides to them. You know, you can show yourself in your, you know, what you do for exercise or hobbies, you can show yourself out with friends and what you'd wear to a dinner date. And you can, you know, you can really utilize those, those photos to tell a story about yourself. Um, mm -hmm. so that's really important. Um, and I think, you know, that's what I work with a lot with my clients on 
And so that's number one um, for photos. You know, the, the kind of cliche ones, of course, which are, you know, not well lit, your face is all shadowed, you have sunglasses on, you have a hat on, and that is a cliche for a reason. People really don't, they don't think to make a clear shot where you can see your full face and you're smiling and you can see your eyes. And that's so important for people to really mm -hmm. see you. Um, mm -hmm. Another one is, you know, showing too many group photos. Yeah. Where, you know, yeah, you kind of can't tell who's who or you're like too far away, that kind of thing. Um, not including the full body shot. A lot of people won't swipe on somebody who doesn't show their, you know, if they just only show shoulders up. A lot of people mm -hmm. won't bother. Um, so I think those are like the key photo things. And then, and you know, as far as style goes, um, you know, I think keeping it simple and, and um, nothing to like, you know, I've worked with people that are in fashion, for example, and like they want to like show their, you know, their style and everything. And that's great, maybe for one photo, but you really want to have people focus on you, the person, and not just what you're wearing. Um, so right. just keeping it really simple and classic for your profile photos. Um, color is good, you know, no wearing all black, even though I know we all do that um, for every yeah. photo. <laughs> um, you know, adding some color in there is, is always a good thing. And really, and smiling is so, so important. I mean, and I hear it from both because I work with men and women. So I hear from both angles what people are looking for when they're looking at when they're going through profiles, what they're actually looking for. And it's someone who's looks approachable and warm and inviting. And that includes usually smiling. <laughs> so, right. And, a lot and you want to see their, for me, I'm like, I want to see their teeth. <laughs> Do they have yes, teeth? Are yes, they straight? Actually, like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to show their teeth. Not even, honestly, this happens a lot. We do photo shoots, like full service photo shoots in the city. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. a lot of people in, you know, our age and older, they hate having their photos taken, first of all. It's just not part of our, mm -hmm. like, you know, all the younger generations that just We're not from self, the selfie generation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas, like, exactly. everybody's so snapping hate, pictures constantly. Yeah. They don't feel comfortable. And so, but in addition to that, most people hate their smile. It's actually fascinating. I, <laughs> I want to do, like, some more research into that. And you could have the most beautiful smile in the world. and almost I would say 75 to 85 percent of people like do not like their smile and they don't want to smile for their photos and if they do they don't want to show their teeth and it's not even necessarily that they have bad teeth it's just they don't like their smile with their teeth showing and yeah. so I have to literally like pull it out of them and like we have to like force them to start smiling that is an interesting research really project I'm like intrigued <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like obsessed with More so I smiles. Like with men than women yeah Actually, you might feel but, awkward and like not being authentic, like yeah, geez, and, and you know, feels like, like yeah. oh, I feel yeah, I feel like I'm forcing it. It feels like I look yeah. fake. And what I, you know, what you have to tell everybody is like, listen, nobody knows that you were standing here faking your smile. They just see you smiling, and they, you know, they feel that. So right, um, right, right. Yeah, it's no one else is seeing that. <laughs> Only so <you>. funny. <laughs> How yeah. about dress, like, overall, like, pr being promiscuous versus not? Like, have you seen some of that? Have you had to correct that? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of women, you know, people are asking around to their friends and reading articles and books about it. And there's, I think there's conflicting information about whether to be, for women specifically, um, sexy or overly sexy in your photos. And 
you know, a lot of women come to me saying, well, a friend of mine said that I have to have, you know, a lot of skin showing and I have to be, you know, I have to show some sexiness. And, you know, I'm like, that's great for one shot. That's amazing. Like, let's do a sexy shot for sure. Um, but you shouldn't have all sexy photos because that really, if you're looking for a relationship I and mean, if you're looking for sex, amazing, put all sexy photos up there, do whatever do you want. Do all the sexy shots you want. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. sending the wrong message, right? If it's you're an, all sexy it, it, and you are I've, looking for a relationship, right? I've seen it happen. And like a woman that I worked with, for example, she was like a CEO and, um, you know, she was in her late fifties, CEO, super successful and divorced and dating. And she had all these sexy shots on her, her profile. And she was like, I don't understand <laughs> it. Nobody's looking for a serious relationship. And I was like, you gotta take the, you gotta take some of these sexy photos down. Like you're literally sending this message that like, I just want to have fun, you know? And again, yeah. that's fine if that's what you want, but that's not what she wanted. So we changed out all her photos for some more like lifestyle and like with her dogs and more relatable, yeah. you know, for people yeah. that are looking yeah. for a relationship and telling something about herself, not just here I am out with my girlfriends having champagne and looking sexy again kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's funny. How about guys? What do what some of your male clients do like with that in that space with being like the, the shirt, the I see the fish picture all the time. That, oh my you know God, what I'm talking no. about? I hate that picture. Yeah. There used to be the yeah. tigers and the lions and the elephants. Now it's a fish, a dead fish, mind you, on a boat with like yeah, blood yeah. coming out a of the fish. fish. And then a dead fish. And then it's like the godfather, but in real life. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all sometimes they're like shirtless. And I mean, I don't mind one like that. I guess it's similar to showing your body, you know, like a showing skin for a female. But I don't know. What do you think? Listen, I I think that there's a tasteful way to show your physique. If you're if that's really something that is attractive about you and you feel good about that. Um, for example, I had this client divorced in his late forties. He was he was very fit and very into hiking and you know just keeping fit. And he had a shot um, where he was sitting by a pool and totally like just relaxed, like sitting by a pool. I think his kid was in the background. Like it was very like a classy way to show, mm-hmm. listen, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very fit. <laughs> this is what I look like. And it doesn't, so it doesn't have to be, yeah. 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 And it was a great way to do that in a very under, you know, like not overt way, instead of doing the stupid selfie in your bathroom with bad lighting where, you know, your cow wrapped around her waist, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Women women have seen way too much of that. It's not appealing to us. I don't know any woman who's like, sees a selfie of a guy with his shirt off in his bathroom who says, wow, I really want to date that guy. I mean, that just, no, I think they look like they're cheesy, (laughs) full of themselves. Like they don't, they're looking for just having fun. Right. It's giving off all those vibes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so just, you know, kind of making sure that, I mean, I don't know what people do after they work with me and then they go back and add other photos to their mix. Maybe they add this, the bathroom selfie, but you know, I'm always like, no, absolutely not. You know, you can't, you can't do that. And the fish photo, again, I mean, again, like, it's what is up with that? I, mean, I don't know. Why? And, you know, there've been, there've been so many articles. That's your next research too. project. <laughs> well, and, and there's, a, there's a, an article in, I think it was in the New Yorker. It was like a jokey, like satirical about the fish. About the fish. 
and how <laughs> apparently like they, somebody did a little bit of research and like apparently it's like showing like I can provide for you kind of thing like here I am I'm going to you know provide food Kill a fish. <laughs> kind of thing like I don't know if that's like, the psychological meaning of it all but for, for whatever reason most men have not read these articles <laughs> because they continue to do it so I don't know what that's about I can't yeah that I can't explain but that's I so do funny. feel like I can kind of explain why they do it um yeah <laughs> Oh, the fish. Oh, my God. So funny. I, I can't. Okay. All right. So how about colors? When you So now that you've fixed your profile and you met somebody that you're going to at least have a meet and greet with, right? What what should you wear on the first date? Do you work with your clients in that space as well? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go through some of that. Okay. Well, so one thing that people, I think, forget about, well, there's several rules that I've come up with. One is okay. keep in mind that the person is is only really, you know, if you're sitting across from it at a, um, you know, at a table from each other. So there's, you know, they're really only seeing your, you know, waist up, shoulders up. Right. Or even right. if you're sitting in a bar, they're not really seeing your full outfit. So keep that in mind when you're choosing what to wear, you know, if, if your focus is on your, you know, super sexy shoes or something like most right. likely on a first date, they're not going to see something like that. Um, another thing actually on the super sexy shoes <laughs> point is wearing something that you're not like teetering in, they're giving you blisters or uncomfortable. I mean, you really want to, to like foolproof your outfit. <laughs> I right. actually came up with this idea of like doing a first date uniform and you literally just repeat it for every first date. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. What does the uniform look like? Or does it like, well, what, I mean, can it's, you go it's through some individual. of that? It's individual. Right. I mean, for me, it was like, I felt it's something that you feel really good in, confident, you know, sexy is good um, and comfortable. Like, you know, it works. You're not like fidgeting with your blouse that you just got and you've never worn it before mm -hmm. and you realize that it's like itchy or something or whatever. Or you maybe, you know, this one client was telling me she got these new high-waisted jeans and she wore them on a date and the whole time she was like bursting feeling like she just oh, wanted to God, unbutton it. And I was yeah. you know, like testing it out and making sure it's actually comfortable because listen, that's the last thing you want to be worrying about on a first date. You, you're already like nervous and stressed nervous. and you know, yeah. trying to, yeah. yeah. And even if yeah. you've been doing it for a while, even every first date is still a little bit you know, awkward. Yeah. 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 And awkward. So it's like the last thing you want to be doing is worrying about your blisters on your feet or, you know, your blouse mm -hmm. that doesn't fit right or your pants that are too tight or whatever it is. So just coming up with a, an outfit and remembering like no one else there, it's all just, it's the first person seeing you for the first time. And yeah, it know, doesn't matter. They're not, they, they never yeah, saw matter. you in it before. Yeah. Right. So, I'll, and just really, I did that. And honestly, it was so great because then I really like, especially as a single mom, I'd be like rushing home from work trying to get ready for a date, you know, like I didn't have time to really be thinking about what I was going to wear. And it just made it so much easier. I just wore my, I had this black silk button down, you know, I had these jeans that I felt really good in and these boots that were really cute, but super comfortable. And that's, what, I mean, it seems very simple, but it, it's because it was, and I just would like add jewelry, you know, and I love that. walk out the door. 
And it was very, you know, again, it was just easy. I felt really good in it. I felt sexy. I felt confident. And I knew it was not going to give me any problems. <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah. So how is how is your partner's photos? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love talking about that. Um, okay. His photos. Well, so he had one good photo and the rest were not what? great. Yeah, oh one good okay. photo, which actually I feel like, honestly, like for our age group, sometimes that's all you like. That's actually pretty good because yeah, men most are of not, them are not. They're not, and men. And men no, they're not. I've been hanging out with, like much younger guys lately, and I'm like, I don't know <laughs> because I'm 48, <laughs> and I'm like, no, they do not look the majority of. They don't look so good anymore, right? Most, yeah. Is that wrong to say? You mean probably going to get hate mail. Age group? Yes. Yeah. Ew. No, it's just that they don't know what what photos. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Okay. Yeah, they don't I'm know what to do. Oh, you're like, okay. You're okay. Attractive. Yeah. Okay. I get it. What you're saying. Yeah, some I'm of saying, them are. Like, I I haven't yeah. seen many, but there's obviously some out there well, that I think, are. I mean, that also that's a whole other topic, but I think that also a lot of people, their attraction comes from their personality and being in person with yes, them. Yes. And so yes. So somebody yes. who doesn't necessarily photograph great can be yeah. actually really charismatic and interesting and sexy in person, depending on their personality. That's a hundred percent true. I, that, that's that, I, I yeah. always said that's like one of the pitfalls I think of online dating because it's so mm-hmm. aesthetic. It's, you don't get to see, I find when I meet someone in person, I know if I saw them on like, Bumble or Hinge or whatever, I would never have swiped on them. But then I get to know them, even just having a simple conversation. And I'm like, oh, I really like them. I'm more attracted to the personality than the looks in in general. Like that to me is, yeah. I I think that comes with age too. Yeah. Yeah. And I have have several examples of that too, of, you know, I I talked with this other um, divorce, you know, person in the divorce space expert, and she um, met her partner in person, but he's mm-hmm. 15 years older than her. And she said, listen, if he was on a dating app, I wouldn't even ever, ever have seen him because there's no mm-hmm. way I would have gone to 15 it's years true. older than me. And right, she, they're right. like so happy together and they're married now and he has a kid Aww. from his previous marriage. And anyway, That's it's just, nice. I, there's things like that that you hear and you're like, I need to be more open-minded. And, yeah. you know, and then, yeah. you know, and I, I think of this other um, anecdote, another client of mine, I was really trying to challenge her to go out with more people that she didn't find just super hot. You know, I was like, not everybody has to be super hot. It's okay. And um, she said she was at a dinner party and she looked around the room and it was a lot of married couples and she, that she had known for a while. And she was like, I looked around the room and all these husbands, I was thinking to myself, wow, if I saw pictures of them on a profile, I probably wouldn't swipe right on them. Right. But because of their personalities, they're actually like nice guys and they're successful and they're funny and you know they're great personalities and so she was that actually made her realize like I need to be more open oh that's so, anyway awesome. that's a tangent but no, <laughs> but I I lo- no that's imp- you know what this that's important advice to share I think that's we've touched on that on the show periodically over the years but it's something that I like to always bring up because it's different in the, in the online space versus in person you know, and it's something to be mindful of. It's hard to kind of be mind for me. Like I have to keep reminding myself of that to be a little bit yeah. more open-minded too. Um, yeah. Because I'm sure people see that about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? I'm sure, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you never, anyway. yeah, you never know. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So my, when I saw, 
um, my partner's name is Yoav, when I saw his photos, again, he had this one really good photo and then the rest were really kind of, you know, just mediocre or not great. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and I was saying to him, like, if you didn't have that one photo, I probably wouldn't have swiped right on you. Um, but I did. And, um, and we actually went out the next day. And this is another key thing is that in person, he was so much more First of all, so much more good, good, better looking than I was expecting. And, um, and also That's from great. his personality, he's very like outgoing and funny and asks you a ton, like wants to know everything about you. And those oh, things that's really great. go a long way, you know, and it's like, you know, to me, that made him so much more attractive. Definitely. So definitely. Yeah. And then how long did, was it before you knew that he was going to be your exclusive partner or well, boyfriend or so, whatever? Uh, so, Another part little of off the story. topic, but I'm just I'm just curious. <laughs> no, that's okay. yes. Yeah, no, no. I think it, this is actually another part of the story that I think is very helpful for people to hear, especially divorced okay. women. Um, is that it actually took us four dates before I thought I wanted to actually like I thought I just wanted to be friends with him. Basically, oh. he kept asking me out. I wasn't like I thought he was attractive. I thought he was really nice. I thought he was like a super nice guy. And I enjoyed being with him, but there was not that physical, like, chemistry. Yeah, yeah. But he kept, and that's why I don't believe in chemistry anymore. I feel like that, you know, that doesn't necessarily grow, happen right It's something that can so, grow, right? Yeah, right. so he, the first date, I was like, oh, he's really nice. I, you know, I definitely want to go out with him again. Second date, I was like, I just don't think I'm attracted to him, but he's so nice. Like, he, he's such a great guy, and, like, there's so many things about him I liked. And so, I was like, so then he asked me it again, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go out this third time. Again, kind of came home feeling like, eh, you know, like we kissed goodnight, like very, you know, that was it. Like nothing happened. And it was our fourth date where I, all of a sudden something clicked. And I was like, oh, my God, I really like this guy. And then basically from that time on, we were a couple. That's so um, cool. So, yeah, I so love I tell that. people like sometimes it doesn't happen on the second or third date even. And I give it a chance. Kind of gauge my barometer is if you would want to be friends with this person you know like if you feel good in their company you'd want to go to a movie with them you'd want to hang out with them as a friend keep going out with them and and again like I was like I wasn't leading him on I was you know it wasn't like you know I was telling him anything that you know led him to believe that we were going to continue as a couple it was just like hanging out kind of and um and just really, if you can, you know, I, I had this client who called me the next day and she was after a date and she was like, so I kept hearing your voice saying I should give it another date. So he asked me out for a second date and I said, yes. And she's like, but I'm dreading it. <laughs> I was like, well, that's oh, not what I'm saying. Like, you can't, you no. can't be dreading the date. Like hanging out with a person should no, be something I understand what you're to. saying. Yeah. yeah I actually had a date last night with a guy. I wasn't sure if it was a date or if it was a friend thing, but it, whatever. It was. I guess it was, a date. I mean, I guess it was a date. So we're on a date and, um, he's so easy to talk to. I think he's handsome. He's really intelligent. But like you say, like, I, I was just like, I don't know if I like, there's nothing wrong with him. I just didn't know if I could see myself being intimate with him, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But he asked me to go to like a concert and I was like, I'll totally go because he's cool. Like he's fun. Like I was, could have stayed on that date with him for hours. Like I, and I, you know, and I didn't, right. didn't really that know him that well. We talked about yeah. everything. He's like funny. Yep. Like, yeah. So 
I'll take that in mind. You know, it's a really <laughs> says like I have a good friend, like he's a cool guy friend, another brother yeah, from another yeah. mother, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. Okay. I'm sure, and you never know. I mean, it could come up later. It could turn you know? into something more. Of, yeah, I've heard of other people that that's happened to too, and so I really tell people like you know go out. In fact, one of my people on my team, she's younger than us, but. She was dating this guy and she was like, oh, like, he's so nice. He's so funny. We have such a good time, but I'm just not attracted to him. She went out with him on five dates wow. of, because I kept telling her, like, just hang in there. Maybe it's going to come. Like, he's you really enjoy him. So, like, maybe it's going to happen. Yeah. And she's like, I'm so glad I listened to you because now they're, like, living together. They're so happy. Like, oh, yeah. that's and great. And she was like, bye. Find she beat me. <laughs> it's like you had to one up me on the how many dates it took, but yeah, it was funny. Like because yeah, That's five so dates cool. was a long time, and she really stuck with it, and she's so happy she did. So I for everybody listening. That's great. That's, that's so helpful. I love hearing happy stories. Like gives me hope. <laughs> okay, so we're almost out of time, but I want to touch on I guess with the divorced. Um, the divorce, older people, not older, but like divorced population. What yeah. are some of the biggest challenges overall, not just with on, maybe online dating specifically or just dating in general that you work with them on and combat? Would you say? Um, um, where do I begin? <laughs> I know. No, maybe I your mean, top five well, real quick. Well, okay. yeah. So I think one of the things that is challenging, I think, is people who didn't grow up with text messaging, you know, and so texting is relatively, I mean, in the last, whatever, 15 years. And of course it gets mm -hmm. more and more like, you know, even with your friends now, it's like, you're mostly texting. Mm -hmm. And I prefer so to text and talk on the phone personally. Very, yeah. I, I mean, I am too, but some people, yeah. So I, what, yeah. I, what I notice is that a lot of, in particular men get to a certain age and they're really not great at texting. Um, right. They're not expressive. They seem disinterested, you know, and I'll, I've even, I look at people's texting back and forth to kind of help mm -hmm. them navigate that. And one thing that I see is, you know, I'll say to, to a person like, you don't seem interested at all. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah. no, what are you talking about? I answered right away. And I said, great, like, or whatever, you know, I'm like, yeah, but you're not, you're not giving them anything else to go on. You're not asking questions in return. You're not making, you know, you're not making it easy for them. You're responding and you're, right. you know, but just, you're not really putting yourself, you're not give and take, you're not doing a give and take with the messaging. So I think that's challenging for people who don't, you know, that aren't used to texting. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something you really have to kind of like a muscle you have to flex and, and, you yeah, know, that's good advice. Get used yeah. To. Yeah. So, um, and practice really, it just takes practice. You know, all of this is really, people are like, Oh my God, how am I going to do all this? But it really, you do, you get into it and, and you practice and you do it more and more and then you feel more comfortable with it. So that's one of the things I think another thing that's challenging kind of related, but is men of a certain age have a hard time asking women out over text um, but then they're not necessarily asking for a phone call or maybe the phone call hasn't been able to be scheduled or whatever, but they're not asking women out. And so, but in return, people our age and older, we grew up in the era where men had to ask out women. Yeah. And yeah. so what I have to keep like reframing for women is you can ask them out too. And honestly, they'll be relieved. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't want to go out with you, then that's fine. Like they'll just say, no, they don't know you. So don't take it personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Really yeah asking them out and not being so afraid of feeling like you're being forward or you're not being, 
not letting them be the alpha male or whatever people <laughs> constructs people yeah. have in their head, you know, and, yeah. um, I mean, I hear it all. So, you know, I, I think that just getting past that too, and just recognizing that, you know, I think women have to be more assertive, assertive you know, with the messaging and, and making the first move, in other words, you know. That's really um, so good those, advice. I think yeah. those are probably the two most challenging things. Okay. In that era or that group. Okay. Got it. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, we are out of time, Ms. Alyssa, but tell everybody where they can find you. And if they want to work with you, how does that exactly work? How do you work with your clients? Yeah. Mind? So, well, they, yeah, they can find me on stylemyprofileNYC.com. And there's several ways to work with me. Um, we do, like I said, we do full service photo shoots, date coaching, all of that. Um, but then I also have a digital course that you can do like a DIY, a DIY profile kit. You know, we kind of have, have things that are accessible for people that don't either have the time to put into it or, you know, it's, they're, they don't live nearby and it's not easy for them to work in person. So, mm -hmm. um, that's all on my website. Okay, great. Well, thank you for being here and giving us some advice and some styling tips. And I'm so happy you found your match. It gives everybody else hope too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. Today's episode was produced by Liz Hartshorn and edited by Danielle Gordon. I so appreciate your ear and insight. And if you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death. Be sure to check out my new book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss. It's available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. And say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at Mindy.Barnett. See you next week. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.